Welcome to Live with the Pricing Lady. I'm Janine, your hostess. This show is all about helping you build a sustainably profitable business while making an unbelievable impact on your world. Learn from my 20 years of experience and from my guests as we discuss their pricing challenges, failures, and successes. Pricing is a way of being or behaving in your business. My mission is to help you confidently charge for the value you deliver. Pricing is either hurting or helping your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. In this episode of Live with the Pricing Lady, I sit down with Aya Ghosh, a consciousness coach. She shares with me that she thinks people should have more fun with pricing, but admits that mindset often gets in the way, as it did for her. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode as Aya shares with us her own pricing journey. Today, I'd like to welcome our very special guest, Aya Ghosh. Hi, Aya. Hi, Janine. I'm so excited to have you here with me today and to dig into this conversation. Why don't we start with where are you joining us from today? I'm joining you from Switzerland, Zurich. Uh, from Zurich, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And what would you call your superpower? My superpower is to ask gorgeous questions. Oh, <laughs> oh so actually you need to be in the driver's seat on this one. <laughs> Super. That is a wonderful superpower because questions, you know, well asked questions can be such a door opener for people. Yeah. What's one interesting thing you'd like to share with us that most people don't know about you? I wanted to be a film director when I was 20. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and what what was it that interests you about that? I just love the creative power and how what you can give to the audience when you combine sound, you know, scenario, pictures. Okay. Interesting. So you have a creative side then as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Super. Okay. Why don't we start at the beginning and, well, actually, first, why don't you tell us a bit about what you do in your business? Of course. I work as a consciousness coach and I help people move on from the experiences that they're stuck with or to find the purposes that they want to find in their Mm -hmm. life. And this is, I think, something that keeps expanding. Yes. You know, I think if there's one thing I've learned over the years is that you're never done. Yes. Constantly growing and evolving and shifting. The universe has ways of throwing things your way that take you outside that comfort zone and challenge you. It's important to get that help and support along the way. Excellent. Well said. Yeah. So Aya, what was it like that first time that you sat down and you had to actually set a price for something in your business? Well, the first time was very, very like exciting and anxious at the same time. When I started my own business, I was still in my coaching school. As I was finishing up my coaching school, I simultaneously started my own business. I was like, ooh, like I'm still a student, but I want to start this. And it was the first experience of setting my own price. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah, quite memorable. Yeah. And how, how did you go about doing that? Doing that, I kind of like checked other people's rates, like who are mm-hmm. already in the market. And I decided for something a little bit lower than that, including the fact that I'm still in the mm-hmm. school. 
And if I may ask, the reason for pricing a little bit lower was because you were still training. Yes, that's what I had thought when I set that price. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then there came a point when I actually finished the like a schooling and I wanted to raise my price and I had stuck experience in that and I realized that I've had so many accomplishments in, in my life but I don't have great self-worth right this didn't have great self-worth mm -hmm. and that was sort of like not helping me with the experience of the pricing so I had mm -hmm. to work on that as well yeah yeah so when you you say you felt like your self-worth wasn't there how would you describe what that felt like you know, like it's what's so interesting is like you don't see it yourself. All I had was this stuck experience. Why is it so difficult for me emotionally to change the pricing? Being a coach, I think you need to walk the talk. I had a coaching session with my peers. Mm -hmm. It turned out like, wow, I don't feel like I'm good enough. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think, I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. Um, not just in pricing, but in many aspects of life. And I guess yes. that's something that comes up a lot with the people that you work with as well. Is that, yes. is that fair? And I think also having your own business magnifies your personal belief, both positive and limiting beliefs, as well as your own energy. It's a really good way to learn about yourself. Yes. Yes. I always tell, I always share with people that, you know, I thought that starting your own business was this like career journey. And it is more than anything, a self-development journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 100% a self-development journey. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. So what beliefs that did you discover? So aside from maybe the self-worth or maybe in the context of the self-worth even, what beliefs did you carry with you that really didn't help you in your business? There were many and they were kind of tied with each other, but some of mm -hmm. them are, as we discussed, not being good enough. There was also something about externally referencing. So it's easy mm -hmm. to like reference the external market, but there are range there and it could be really anything. And at the end of the day, you need to do your research and internally reference and find out what's right for you. And I was not too strong with the internal referencing. So that mm -hmm. was something that I was also working on. And mm -hmm. then there was also this, like a belief about like wanting to help as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. And if you accomplish that mission, right? Like right. the cheaper, the better, but that's not going to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you also have then beliefs that you felt actually were helping you as well? I did. I really had the conviction that this is what I meant to be doing. And mm -hmm. like, even though it's, it had not, yet been working at that point that I'm living my purpose. So that really, really helped me go through this self-introspection process and right. and everything. Okay. I think it's interesting because I think people assume that if they know how to do something, that they won't have any problems doing it. Right. So if they logically yes. know the steps and it sounds like you had a plan with some steps to take on how to find the right prices. Logically knowing them is one thing, but then the emotional connection to it is something else. Would you agree with that? Totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like even if you have the opti optimal or strategically right price, unless you have an emotional connection to that, it's not going to work on an energetic level. Like people know that when mm -hmm. you speak to people. Mm -hmm. 
So how do you build that energetic connection to your pricing? Uh, to your worth? Goal, I don't know whether you're, you're saying it in the context of your worth or of the, I always hesitate to say your own worth, but the worth or value of what you offer or in what context do you, do you mean that? So that's a really good point because like our worth is like infinite, right? Each one of us has infinite of value. It's not necessarily true to say that this pricing reflects who I am or my value as an individual, because it's it's always going to be much more. It's definitely more than 10 million or whatever you can number, Mm -hmm. but your sense of worth in terms of providing as a service provider, I think there is some kind of connection. And I think the easiest way to catch yourself is like a to like observe the reality. Is it actually working while you're doing in the work or not? That's a very easy way to tell. Mm-hmm. Another thing I recommend people is to calibrate yourself when you're offering your product. Let's say you have like a cup of coffee that you want to sell for five francs. Let's say like I say, Janine, like this is a coffee you can have for five francs. What does it feel like to say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's very important, being able to speak the number out loud and and to be able to say it in a confident way. I'm sure I've mentioned this on an episode before, but quite often when I meet people and we have conversations about pricing, eventually I'll ask them, what do you charge for your offer, for your product? And their response is, you know, 500 francs? They Mm. say it like a question. (laughs) I was that, so... And to me, that's a a dead giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now they may be doing it just because they know who I am and what I'm doing. And so they're sort of asking for my approval, but I would guess some of them also do that with their clients as well, or with their customers, Mm -hmm. if they're having those conversations and and yeah, that's a a dead giveaway. (laughs) Yeah. But I think like, you know, even if it's with you, I think the science is different when you say like, well, this is 500 francs. What do you think about it, right? Like that's mm-hmm. not a question. So and at right. the end of the day, you need to take an ownership. Yes, yes, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. So one of the things you mentioned when we first spoke mm-hmm. was that you found that there were challenges when it comes to pricing services specifically. Can you tell yes. us a little bit more about that? Well, it's like for one thing, it's very, very sometimes difficult to explain what you do because if I have a car, I can show you like, here's this beautiful car, this is what it does. But -hmm. like with the service industry, I think like what people get really like depends on like how much people are reaching for change in in terms of my own profession. Mm -hmm. And there is like no shape, no specific shape that I can like share with people. So, you know, it's like from the brain configuration perspective, it's actually very difficult to decide when you don't have a picture that goes with mm-hmm. it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I think it's you know, if I would paraphrase that, I would say it's a little less tangible. Like it feels, Definitely. or people. Do you think that you, as the business owner, the person offering the service, that you feel it's less tangible, or is it that you think? other people like your customers think it's less tangible or oh that's a gorgeous question and you <laughs> you might be onto my belief <laughs> but i think other people think it's less tangible uh-huh yeah that's and how yeah. how have you dealt with that when it came then to pricing and having those conversations with your clients what I love doing is to share my own experience and what I got through the mm-hmm. coaching services because you now I'm also on the client side and what 
what I got from it is just one demonstration example what it can do for other people and Mm -hmm. I also just really enjoy working with people so sometimes I do offer like free sessions or Mm -hmm. you know depending on where people are at Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay excellent and I think it's you know what's at the core is actually like the commitment to uncertainty it's very difficult for any one of us to commit to what is uncertain Mm -hmm. and it's less certain than committing to a cup of coffee or yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. And I mean, we know, most of us know if we're, okay, if we're hiring a plumber, we don't really have to invest our own time and money or effort into yeah. getting results. You know, the plumber comes in, they do their job and it's done. But when it comes to, you know, consulting or coaching, there's usually some aspect of the client where they actually have yeah. to do the work, right? And I think as a client, when you're in the position of being the one making the purchase on some level, you may not admit it, but on some level you want, you know, that you're going to have to do some work, right? Along the way. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So it's a different experience in the service spectrum for sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. How in your experience do you think people can allow pricing to be easier for them? Wow, thank you so much for your question. I think one of the attitudes that really helped me is like, you don't have to be a perfectionist. You don't have to get the price pricing right in the first trial. It's just mm-hmm. like a feedback system. So you try something, if it doesn't work, you adjust it, mm-hmm. see it as a learning process other than mm-hmm. like, oh, I got it, like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing is like to have really good friends that you can speak with mm-hmm. who understand what you do and the value, but who also have like a common sense perspective of the world Mm -hmm. or the market outside ask them what they think yeah that's always a good reference point yeah well those are great great tips thank you for sharing those something else that you spoke about that i found really interesting was you talked about having a needy energy at some point in time right And, and how that impacted your what you did or didn't do or how you did it can you talk to us a little bit more about that of course and that needy energy so did not work in the first years of my business I actually had a 100% full-time corporate job on the side Mm -hmm. my livelihood paying the rent and all of that did not depend on my personal business income and -hmm. after that I took a decision to leave work and I was like now I really need to be making money (laughs) so the pricing was still the same as before but I was like super needy about having the money mm-hmm. and like oh, pretty much all of the sales conversation during that period did not work out uh-huh. and so I had more topics to work about myself <laughs> <laughs> so you think that you're giving off this energy and that mm-hmm. was influencing other the people who were making decisions in a sense I think so. yeah I think yeah. I was like a dog who just did not stop barking <laughs> and wants attention 24 hours a day okay and so what how were you able to shift that well the first step of shifting that was like just like notice like wow something is not working Mm -hmm. and then I got really curious about that and I kind of introspected like what it is like that's different for me compared to before Mm -hmm. and I was just like really feeling needy about everything in life like I wanted to have everything all at once. I was not patient. And a friend pointed out to me, like, no, that's not going to work. Aya. So it was 
it's really nice to have good friends that tell you the truth. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Super. So thank you for sharing that. I think right now what we're going to do is we're going to start wrapping this up. I've got a few mm-hmm. more questions for you. So what is one thing that you think or that you like people to remember from our conversation today? Ah, thank you for the question. I, I would really like people to think of pricing as something you can have fun with and learning with. And that you don't have to get it right in the first try. See, I love that answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't tell her to say that. <laughs> no, I mean, I think you know, people think of it as this hard nosed thing, but it can be very creative. And, yeah. you know, that's what I hear from people a lot after they've experienced me is that it can be fun and it can be creative. And I think that that's a wonderful way to approach it as well, because then it doesn't feel so daunting and scary. So thank you for that. What's one of the most amazing things you've overcome in your life? It can be business or personal, whatever you prefer to share. Oh, it's really like understanding who I am mm. and just feeling good about being myself and liking myself. Mm. That's super important. Yeah. We're all on that journey, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a book or a tool that you'd like to share with the listeners today? I am a bookworm and I have a book I would love to share. Okay. Which is New Earth by Eckhart Yes, <laughs> it is an excellent book. It's been a few years since I've read it. So maybe this is a reminder to pick it up again. Thank you for that. <laughs> what is it that you find so interesting or so rich about that book? It really, really changes your perspective. And it really, really allowed, at least it allowed me to appreciate my everyday life. And it really made me realize I don't have to go anywhere to change my experience. Mm-hmm. It's all inside. It's all inside. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Excellent. One last question. If people would like to find out more about what you do and how to work with you, where should they go? Uh, Please visit my website, which is Mm -hmm. ayatransformation.com. Excellent. So we'll put the link to that and other links to Aya's social media in the show notes, also the book as well. So have a look there and reach out to Aya and say, at least say hello. (laughs) All right, Aya, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a real pleasure having you on the show. Oh, thank you, Janine. It was really fun. You're very welcome. And to you, dear listener, thank you so much for being with us today. We do appreciate that you are here. Before you go, I want to remind you, if you're curious about what a fair price is, you can always head on over to have a look at Getting to a Fair Price, which is an on-demand web class. You'll find the link on my website under Learn, and we'll put it in the show notes as well. I wish you all the best. Have a great day. And as always, enjoy pricing, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Live with the Pricing Lady, the podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, rate, review, and subscribe to it, then share it with your friends and colleagues. I love hearing back from you listeners. If you've got comments, questions, or topic ideas, go on over to thepricinglady.com and contact me there. 
Not sure where to start when it comes to improving pricing and profits? At thepricinglady.com, you can download a copy of my self-assessment pricing scorecard. Find out where it's going well and where you can begin improving. Or just simply book a discovery call with me. There we can discuss what's up with pricing in your business and how I might be able to help you. Thanks once again for joining. Remember, pricing can hurt or help your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. See you next time. And as always, enjoy pricing.